city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. My, oh, my, wow, oh, wow, oh, my God, and holy bleep. That's the best way to describe what just happened this past weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys to the City. Clovercrest Me- Media presents Keys to the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share. Or you can also check out clovercrestmedia.com where you can get more podcasts like us and many more murder mysteries, documentaries, a lot going on with clovercrestmedia.com. Or if you want to get involved with clovercrestmedia.com, you could check out the guy on my right, I think we're gonna do this again. And Joe's and 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 Ted's. I'm trying to say, are you my right? You're my right. Ted, you're yeah. You get the picture. You get me. The, you get the picture. That guy right there, Joe McGuire. If you want to try to get involved with Clovercrest Media, so we're gonna keep this format, huh, sir? Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna keep. Well, I was trying to change up the rules. I was trying to change it up a little bit because I was just trying to see how it looks. Because I see a lot of people doing that. I see a lot of people doing like the close-ups, and I was just like. Yeah, maybe, and I was waiting for you. Wanna, do you want to throw us on there, and we could we could let the fans vote? No, I mean, Joe. I mean, do we want to change the overtime rules? I mean, we want to change the format after four years. We might have to change the overtime rules, but yes, ladies and gentlemen, oh my God, what a weekend! We talked about this entire entire season for eighteen weeks, and it gave us memories that we will never forget. Well, you can add the AFC Divisional and NFC Divisional playoff games to that list, to games we will never forget. And I want to relate this, Ted. I hope you're going to be proud of me about this one. You know, Ted, this weekend kind of reminded me, you're anticipating a great meal. You're at one of the top Italian restaurants and waiting for this meal. You've been having great things. And it just felt like every bite just got better and better and better. And finally, you're like, I love this. This is why I love it. This is what this weekend gave us, ladies and gentlemen. And for anybody that didn't watch it, boy, oh boy, you missed out on some legendary classic moments that will live on forever in the game of football. That's how I relate this. The first game, it started 4.30 with the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the one seed, the Tennessee Titans. And by last night, 10 o'clock at night, we were all sitting and saying, oh my God, holy bleep. I'll just give you a reason why this weekend will go down. I got one specific question, and we're going to get into it and dive into it. This weekend, what did it give us that I couldn't describe as possibly the greatest weekend? Walk-offs. We already know what happened. Four walk-offs, three walk-off field goals, and a walk-off touchdown. The stars all showed up. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, boy, oh, boy, if you don't have a quarterback, not name those two with a handful of a couple more in the FC. Good luck to winning the Super Bowl. There was heartbreak, heartache. The Buffalo Bills, my God, are they ever going to catch a break? The Buccaneers, the Packers, and the Titans. You had a game in the frozen tundra, Lambeau Field. It was snowing. Everything you can ask for, Saturday night football. What else? They were instant classics, jaw-dropping moments, and top it off. You just had two upsets, two big upsets, both one oh. seats going down. So I'm going to ask you guys a very simple question because I was seeing this all on Twitter and people were saying, is this the greatest divisional round playoffs? Yes. Check that off. And then I went to Ted and Ted kind of was like, I was like, Ted, this might be the greatest sports weekend 
I've ever seen. And then he tried to give me a rundown. I was like, okay, fair enough. That this weekend, but was this, this is how I'm going to answer word this question. Was this the greatest weekend in NFL history, Ted? Can I add one other thing that I was trying to interrupt you with? Go you on. could also be possibly speaking the end of an era for two quarterbacks, too. Two legendary there is a, There's always a possibility that Tom Brady retires, and there's always a possibility, depending on what happens, that Aaron Rodgers says, you know what? Well, depends on his mindset because we never know what he's thinking. Listen, that dude don't know what he's doing. Listen, he knows what he wants to do. It's all, Listen, that guy is so schematically planned. Everything he says, he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. I know he's what doing. he's not doing. He's not going to an NFC title game again. I mean. Was this the greatest weekend? Listen, hold on. Okay. You were right. I'll give you credit. You know when you get hyped up for a restaurant or anywhere? You go to a, anything, anything in life. You get you go to a resort. You, know, you read all the reviews. You're just hoping that it can at least bounce. And you know what's funny? I'm watching, watching the games, and you're like, so when we talked about the games, you're like, the Bills Chiefs game seemed like the number one. Like that was the game, right? And you're like, is that game going to live up to the hype? And it, and you said it right. The Bengals Titans game. I mean, what more could you ask for in the NFL to start the weekend off, right? And they're like, ah, you can't get better than that. And then you get the game up north, right? And you're like, oh, a lot of people, I understand it. My buddy Paul is like, oh, I don't like the real game. I like points. I like points. Sorry, you didn't get the points. But you had old school football, defense, cold, snow. You had legendary teams. And you had a walk-off win. And you had and you had what you would want at the end of a movie or at the end of the game. You had all the drama in the last six minutes of the game. Right? And you're like, oh, wow. And you got the upsets. You're like, okay, well, the two underdogs won. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably the two favorites are going to win. Then you watch the game Sunday, 3.30, and you're like, oh, the Rams are, the Rams are pulling out Brady. Like, this is how Brady's going to go out. And then you watch the story, and I'm like, oh, no, Joe. You're literally part watching. Two. Are we literally going to watch the Falcons-Patriots part two? Like, are we watching one of the biggest collapses ever in NFL history? And then to watch that game and then, like, oh, my God, the Rams score. And Matthew Stafford makes – the biggest throw of his career, and maybe that's the reason why you trade Jared Goff for him. And they're like, all right, nothing else can live up to this. And you watch the first half of the Chiefs-Bills game, and it's like 10-10 or whatever, 14-14. And you're like, all right, all right, well, decent game. <laughs> and you get 28 points in the final four minutes of the game. You have literally the two greatest players right now in the NFL on national television literally – Going toe for toe, punch for punch. Like, I'm Joe. I'm thinking it was a Sugar Ray Leonard and Herms that fight where they literally went like 12 rounds. Like, oh, Joe, you had, you had, look at that. You literally had the great, like, the greatest culmination of a weekend in football. And yes, recent bias, yes. Maybe we've seen better games, the Saints 49ers game in 2011. You, you, you try to tell me. Hold on, hold on. Give on. me better games. I'm going to answer so Joe can get to his point. For a culmination of four games, you couldn't have asked for a better weekend for the NFL. This is why the NFL and their product is so much better than everyone else. It is light you, years away. Maybe you could say it's fixed. Maybe you say there's other issues, maybe certain things. But to be able to have four walk-offs, <laughs> right? And even the last one, which was a tie-in field goal, 48-yard field goal, to tie the game, and then you have the walk. No better weekend of football. If I could hit the time if I could go back to future and start my Saturday all over again and be able to watch these games, I would hurry up and hit it right now. And Joe, let me say, because they were tremendous. They had everything you wanted. And if you, if you happen to see the four games or you only saw a couple of them, 
They'll be they'll be on replay. So go to NFL.com, go to YouTube if you want. They'll be on replay. Joe, I right before I get to you, I did say before we were when we talked last week on about these show about these games, I said one thing. It's going to be a damn shame that the Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs were going to be eliminated from this playoffs. And so be it. It happened. And well, it I'll tell you, it's a damn shame. And it's anyway. true. Joe, how do you feel? How are you feeling after this wild, wild weekend? I'm going to take this a whole step further. I'm going to say this is the greatest weekend that any postseason in any sport has ever seen. You, you've never, I've, I've been watching football since the early 80s. And I have been betting on football most of my life as well. I had bet on all the underdogs. And you said two upsets this weekend. There were three. Yeah. And had the Bills won, you would have literally had all the underdogs winning. Wait, the Rams were the underdog? They yeah, were the bro. underdog, yeah, two and a half point underdog. So, yeah, again, with the game being in Tampa, that 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 was the sole reason why they yeah. were the favorite, probably. But you've never seen that before. Every single one of these games, not only were they amazing games, obviously they had wild finishes. I've never seen anything like this. My wife even watched. That's how interesting this weekend was, and my we wife week eighteen was good. Remember the NFL games week eighteen. And we thought the Raiders Charger game, and we thought that might have been the best game. And these four games were. Yeah. If you're the NFL, I mean, you could not have scripted this better unless you did. Just kidding. Conspiracy theorist over here, Joe Graham. Oh. I tell you, though, a lot of people did. I saw things, and, you know, because you watch the Brady game and you start thinking fixes. I'm like, well, how do you fix a fumble? Like, what do you do? Tell the guy, hey, fumble, so we can have you walk off on a how do, you, how do you fix the bobbled snap? Like, how do you fix that snap over, over it's just, snap? It is weird, though, well, how the snap dies in on it. That's how. It's just, you know, it, it's funny. Listen, I I don't want to be and sound like a lunatic. It, I it, it's These sports are so easy to rig if you really wanted to. You see games where they don't throw a flag all day. Guy Last breaks one. Boom! There's the flag. Joe, Those points are off the board, and now you're not scoring again. Last night's game only had four penalties, which was great because they did not play a factor in the game. They let the game. All, I think all three of us are past the uh, lunatic stage. I think we're all lunatics in some sort of way. So. Well, I actually believe what I just said then, just to <laughs> confirm it for everybody. I'm just kidding. Like, there's so many takeaways. Like we could just continue to just talk about how this great weekend was, but there's some takeaways that I have four quick takeaways and then we can get into it. If you agree or not with it, my takeaway from the Tennessee Bengals game, Joe Burrow's legit. He got killed. Give him protection before his career is Andrew Luck. And the Tennessee Titans need to be in the sweepstakes of Russell Wilson slash Aaron Rodgers or even Deshaun Watson. My second one, 49ers, Jimmy G was more clutch than Aaron Rodgers in the one that mattered most. He was bad. Jimmy G was awful. We have to also remember he's playing with a terrible, bad shoulder and he's coming off of that finger injury. And the, the he, lack of skill and all that. Yes. He delivered late in the game. They won the game. Debo Samuel, without question, is one of the most valuable players in the NFL. We'll talk more about him and that game later in this week for ch conference championship games. Aaron Rodgers, I don't want to hear no more excuses, fans. I'm done. You give me you give me more excuses why Aaron Rodgers didn't win. You're just I'm sorry. Don't mind my language. You're just being a bitch. You're just bitching. 
You're just bitching and finding ways to defend him. Sorry. I I hope he goes to Denver so he doesn't even go to the postseason next year. And I'll talk to you about that in a sec. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. The Rams and Buccaneers game. My God, if we were going to see Brady do it again, it would have been remarkable. But the Rams found a way to win. And Stafford said, like you said, and Joe, this is why the Rams want to go get Matthew Stafford for plays like that. And the last game is, and Joe, you just said it. Good luck to any quarterback not named the Chargers, the Ravens, the Bengals. I'll put the Patriots in there, the Chiefs, and the Bills. Because if you don't have a quarterback to that magnitude, you're never getting to a Super Bowl. Hell, you want to think about winning a Super Bowl? You'll never even get to getting to a Super Bowl because of how good Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are. They, too, are the best quarterbacks right now in the NFL. And if I had to start a franchise around one player, I would build it around Josh Allen. Those are my four takeaways. If you guys disagree with it, you can chime in and go in on whatever you feel. But that's how I feel from these four takeaways from these classics. I'll give you my one of my big takeaways. You talk about the Tennessee Titans, a team I've been big on. Uh, Derrick Henry obviously wasn't much of a factor in that game, and it came down to Ryan Tannehill. We had talked about, you know, if Ryan Tannehill, we said, right, Teddy, if Derrick Henry's productive, then Tannehill can play like garbage. If he's not, Tannehill's got to step up. But, Joe, that was one of the questions. I said, who had to be the better quarterback? You guys both said Burrow. I said Tannehill. Tannehill had to be better. And he I, wasn't. No, but here's I, the thing. We were right because Burrow overcame every deficiency. No, I, to be able to be sacked eight, nine times, he yeah. got beat up all game. But guess what? He made the play at the end of the game when the quarterback caught you, and Tannehill didn't. Now, yes, you are right because Tannehill should have been playing better, and it would have been a difference. But you know what? Our guy did, and that's why they're in the AFC Championship game. And you sent me a stat last night, Trev. What was it? That he's eight and zero in games that they have to win. He's not. Like, he's. I believe he's. This is concluding. You sent me the text. Look it up. Tell you, tell you stat. Keep speaking. Keep speaking as I get find that stat. I will find that for you. So um, let me throw you my other thought. I, I I think this was such a big wasted opportunity for the Titans. They'll never be the number one seed in that AFC again. Yeah, everybody's saying- getting better. This team is sort of peaked. And their peak wasn't a very good one. So I I agree with you. Uh, I brought it up on the show before the game. I said, if Tannehill loses, does that team seriously have to consider going out there and getting a real quarterback? I like Ryan Tannehill, but sort of I like Jimmy so. G in these big moments, he fails. And uh, Jimmy G, I don't know. I don't know how... I don't know how they got through. It was amazing. Hey, amazing game. And 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 I'll say this too. Aaron Rodgers got it right, has truly become the biggest heel in football. And so I think he has not done himself any service here in that I'm now gonna trade the least popular guy in football. Well, he could be can't, depending on his is the only way they do it by trading him. Can't they like find a okay if you want to yeah. get out of his contract or something? If you try to, I don't know. You know he called Aaron Rodgers. You know, again, listen, Deshaun Watson. Uh, throw the lawsuits aside. I mean, that's a guy who basically refused to play, asked to be traded after a four and twelve season. Is is that's the guy you want? In your locker room, that's the leader you want. Again, throw all the other stuff out, the legal stuff out. I told you guys I wasn't he went four and twelve. 
From a talent purpose, I would give. My, I would take my chance. Right. Of course I mean, you would. I that's why, I, that's why I guys understand. like that and Kareem Hunt. That's why guys like that stay in the league because of of yeah. the the potential they have. Yeah. I don't know that I would go out and and, yeah. and spend assets to bring a guy like that in because again, especially what the assets. Just, especially right, what if, the assets are te- the Texans are asking Joe. They're asking for five. Oh, pieces, well, so yeah. I mean, they're asking. It's highway robbery, and it's it's a foolish move. And eventually. They're probably going to end up getting like a second round pick for this guy. One. Uh, yeah. uh, and, and the more they wait, the worse it is for them. But, you know, there's a reason people don't want to spend those assets. And 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 certainly on the field, you wouldn't argue about Rodgers, but it's just a very unlikable guy. He's hard to work with. He's really demanding. Does a team like Denver, who's going to be bringing in, you know, a new owner and, and new coach and new GM, do you want the hassle and the headache of Aaron Rodgers, or do you want to build something from scratch? But here's what that's going about. to be the other big question in Denver: is is you've moved on from guys like Von Miller? Is it time for a real rebuild in Denver? I well, bet you the next GM's thinking that more than he's thinking Aaron Rodgers. Hold, hold, hold on, one second, quick thing. I would say no, quick, because the Denver Broncos are a quarterback away from competing. They got the talent but here, to compete for a yes, championship. You, they just need a quarterback. In that Here's division, though, you, I don't know. Do you want to play against Derek Carr? You want to play against Herbert? You want to play against Mahomes? Really? That's who you 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 don't want to play against Kirk, Kirk. No, excuse me. Let's get it straight. You don't want to play against Kirk Cousins. You don't want to play against Justin Fields. You don't want to play against Jared Goff. And when your division goes six and zero, have the number one seed again. Yeah, but it's it's come to a point for Rodgers now that you have to win a okay. Super Bowl, or you're just more of a, you you start talking about comparing him, Joe, and I'll use this term. As like a Lamar Jackson, like right now, because Lamar, I know Lamar, I love Lamar. Don't get me wrong. Lamar's a dual threat, one of the we best all do. in the game. But my thing is, and Joe's right about this, I'll agree with Joe. He hasn't delivered in the playoffs. We have to definitely, I mean, most certainly, if we're talking Lamar Jackson of that statue of stature, then we got to be start putting Aaron Rodgers without question because, guys, he hasn't been to a Super Bowl. I mean, I mean we're not even talking about just winning a, ch- a conference championship game. He hasn't been to a Super Bowl. To, in the, since I was a, a high school, since I was a senior in high school, hey. he's, he's ultimately his reputation now is an unbelievable regular season quarterback, maybe the greatest regular season quarterback of all time. But he's the one of the ultimate choke artists at the playoffs. I'm sorry. And how about this? When he got drafted, if you remember when they interviewed him after he got drafted, all he said was, "The 49ers will eventually regret this." <laughs> Go what? back to his oh, draft. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Go back yeah. to his draft. He said the 49ers will get this California boy. And he's 0 oh, 4 in the playoffs against the 49ers. All right. You got beat by Jimmy G twice. Yeah. All right. You got beat at home. You're I think right now he has a five, six and five record or five and six record at home at Lambeau Field. And I guarantee you he's been the favorite in every one of those games. He got beat by the Giants and Eli Manning. He's gotten beat by the four. He's got to be at home. He's 11 and 10 Lambeau, overall in the playoffs. The whole Lambo thing, like cold, doesn't make a factor. Here's yeah, but thing. he doesn't play defense. Yeah, no. well, guess what? You scored 10 points. No, I hate Thank that. You. I don't know. You're right. There no, you go. A, and Teddy, at the, listen, at the end of the day, and, and when, I, when I criticize Justin Herbert, I bring up the same thing. You didn't score enough points. I don't care that you went for 350, you threw for three touchdowns. If you lose a game, you lose a game. I need you to score more points. I love Josh Allen more than anybody. You guys know this. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, the guy did everything he could last night, oh, right? Yeah. He mm-hmm. left it all on the field. That's a performance that that guy can feel really proud of. How mm-hmm. many now, losing quarterbacks this weekend 
can honestly say, hey, I, I, I gave my all and, and, and it just wasn't enough. Here's it. I mean, because Tom Brady played like garbage for yeah, three quarters. He didn't play, yeah, he didn't yeah. Play. three and quarters. Then course, and then he came clutch in the fourth. Now, here's what I would say: because he's Tom Brady, and that just if, happens. If you're the teams like you, t- you start off the show. If you're the Titans, you're the Bengals. Oh, excuse me, you're the Browns. You're the Steelers. You're the Dolphins. You're the Patriots. You're the Colts. You're the Colts. Teams that you think are close to a Super Bowl team, just. Just quit now because you don't have anyone close to Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow. I'm sorry, but you're looking at the Big Ben, Mahomes, Manning, where, like, those three guys, I don't see them going anywhere. They are far and above better than anything you have. I'm sorry. I, I You know, I, I, I'm not going to talk about the Giants, but I looked at this last night. And I'm like, you know, people are like, oh, they want to bring back Daniel Jones. And I'm like, Daniel Jones couldn't hold their jock straps. Couldn't t- could you see Daniel Jones making any of those throws or even the plays that Burrow made getting beat up all game long? The guy runs for 80 yeah, yards yeah. and falls on a, a piece of grass. Like, he's just not good enough. Like, here's another thing, Joe. I'll say this. I said this to Trev before you got on the show. Coaching. The Chiefs had 13 seconds to try to find a way to get a field goal. 13 seconds. Hold on. All I'm saying da- is 13 the seconds. Dak- the Dallas Cowboys had 14 seconds to figure out how to get 15 yards to get the ball off. They were ill-prepared what to do. They ran a quarterback draw, and the Chiefs ran two passing plays and were able to get the the Like, coaching, understanding. It also, the it also helps, though. They had timeouts. It does well, help. I know. But I understand but, where you're coming but, from. Uh, and I'll say this again. Special teams matter. Mm-hmm. Field goals, punt blocks. Punt returns, miss, you know, miss field goals, miss extra points, punt blocks matter in the playoffs so much more so in the than the regular season. And it, we've talked about this before. Everything seems to get uplifted at a higher level. Everything means that much more. It's because I mean, think about it. all the games came down to special teams. Clutch kickers. I mean, Butterker, who misses the extra point and misses a field goal, who doesn't miss those, doesn't miss that often. Mm-hmm. They already talk, doesn't miss. Robbie Gold, who hasn't missed a kick in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, he might be right about that. Evan McPherson, who was four for four for field goals, and we saw him this season when he missed the, the kicks against the Packers when they should have beat the Packers early in the regular season. You know, Ryan Suckup missing a 48-yard field goal could have been the difference for the Bucks. You know, Matt Gay misses the the forty seven yard, forty six yard field goal. If he makes that field goal, Bucks don't even have a chance to tie the game. Man. So, and then the Packers block field goal and block punt. Yeah, and that's it. All I'm gonna and, say is also too. I know the special teams was historically bad for the Packers. You, for one of the highest scoring offenses in the league, and I don't want to hear. Oh, but he doesn't have weapons other than Devontae Adams. I'm sorry, he's one of the best offensive lines of football. He's one of the best running backs, dual threat running backs in the game. He has a solid complementary of receivers with Randall Cobb, uh, Scaldon Jr. or Valdez Scaldon. I never get that right name. I don't know why. It's like a tongue twister for me. And then also, that's uh, Alan Lazard. Like those are good enough weapons. Th- those are guys. He just yeah. doesn't. Did, trust. did you he, know though? He, he did not. Colin Cowell, Colin Cowell said it best. He doesn't. He just doesn't trust those guys, and that's not that. So it's their fault. Like he's well, right, and, and not for nothing. But did you watch Matthew Stafford? Did you watch Matthew Stafford hit Van Jefferson 
And did, you watch, did, did, did you watch Tom Brady in the fourth quarter? Look for look for guys like Scotty Miller. Uh, yeah. Trust in that. You know what? If if Mikey Evans isn't open, look at Josh Allen. They had digs on lockdown. Gabriel, he made Gabriel, Gabriel Davis. Davis a superstar. That's Four a guy, touchdowns. by the way, Jared Jones has been saying all year that that guy's a breakout superstar. He had 200 and week yards. After, week after week, we laughed in Jared's face about it. And who's laughing uh, now? Who's laughing good now? call. Right. Yeah, no, Jared, I mean, he listen, he's come up with some huge plays, Gabriel yeah. Davis, especially down there. He had 201 yards receiving, four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I thought Josh out. That is a guy that literally did everything possible. I wanted to get great quickly- football game. And his defense and coaching let him down in the final 13 seconds. That should never happen. You don't have- I wanna, go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no. I was just going to say, um, I wanted to finish off with the Packers. Well, you know how many yards – Ted already knows this. Joe, you know, you know how many yards the Packers had in the second half as a team? I don't want Ted to answer this. Take a guess. 38. Well, you're close. 58, actually. So, I'm surprised. 58 yards of total offense. So, for anybody that wants to keep making excuses for Aaron Rodgers – you wanted to know you're the number one seed. This was yours. This is it. The last dance you were saying, right? Well, somebody said it, the last choke job. So that's what it's become. This was all on you. You had everything was going to come to you. You were home field. You had it all going. You were on fire. Everybody was like, oh, here we go. The Packers are finally going to do it. And you once again come up short, massively short. And that's a big problem for me for a guy that's being compared as the greatest quarterback of all time. Stop the comparisons, bro. He's not even in my top three of quarterbacks. There's a reason. He will will never be compared to, I'm sorry, he's not in the level of Tom Brady. He's not Mm -hmm. in the level of Joe Montana, and he's not in the level of Peyton Manning. I'm sorry. You can call me whatever you want. I don't care. I appreciate it. There's a reason that you just didn't mention one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of football. Maybe the best throwing quarterback ever to, to grace the gridiron, Dan Marino. Yeah, Dan Marino. Yeah. We don't even talk about Dan Marino in that conversation. No, we don't. Because Dan Marino, no Super Bowl. Stats-wise, incredible. He's he's up there. Right. But now, because of Tom Brady, because of Joe Montana, because of these, these, these multiple winning Super Bowl quarterbacks, the conversation's gone beyond how many touchdowns, how many passing yards, how many regular season wins. It comes down to when you're talking about the best quarterbacks, you start talking Super Bowls. And Reno has zero, so we immediately leave him out of the conversation. Like he's top five based off of talent, but he'd be top three or two if he just had like well, I mean, if he had one, right, maybe two. If he had two, he's definitely in the conversation. And this is but why he doesn't have none. So we like you said, Joe, we don't even bring up the name Dan Marino, but we know how great he was. And this is why the conversation for Mahomes when we joked about it maybe a year or two ago when we're like, Oh, he's already no, it was like, no, it was last year before the Super Bowl. And, and, and now you're like he doesn't lose, bro. If he's he wins lost, again, if he wins twice, he's only lost. He's only lost twice in the playoffs, and it was to Tom Brady. All he's right? never he been on the road, though. All lose. right, got the breaks for a minute. He still has to beat the Bengals, and uh, you could laugh at that. No, I don't. I, know. I don't. Right. No, 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 right. Right. Last night. Again, dude. Listen, last year before the Super Bowl, what did I say? Before we start putting this guy in a in a in a gold suit here, let's. I understand. Let's he's got to beat Brady and then he didn't. And then he got off to a terrible start this year. And I was like, Hey, little early for Canton talk, but 
Where I used to think he wasn't going to fix it. We got fooled. Do you think Andy Reid, you know what? They talk about the show. You kind of like, you go through this like spurt where you like, you think you're just too good. And then you know what? He comes back to it. And the greatest quote I've ever heard when it's grim, be the Reaper, go get it. And that's what Patrick Mahomes did. Joe, I mean, Joe, there is no other quarterback in the league last night. Other than Josh Mahomes that beats Josh Allen. No other quarterback in the league does beats Josh Allen last night. The way Josh Allen played last night, I would give an A plus. Mahomes was, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, he got the ball at the end of the day. I mean, Josh Allen had nine touchdowns and 12 incompletions. But here's the thing for Mahomes to be that good and that on point and to be that clutch, I mean, because you knew it. I mean, I don't know if you guys felt it, but I felt when Mahomes got the ball and Allen lost a coin toss, I go, it's over. When he sat on that bench and had his helmet on, I go, He's not moving. He's never going to be able to get off that seat. He's not getting off the – it was kind of like when Brady and the Patriots got the, on this – when they did it to the Chiefs. You just knew Mahomes was not getting the ball back. You just – you knew it. He was that good. Mahomes – Allen played probably the best game I've seen a quarterback play. Also, I think last night's game was better than the week before against the Patriots, and that's incredible to think about. Hmm. And Mahomes was that much better. He really was. He was that much better. He had more rushing yards. He had more passing yards. He the only reason why he was, was that listen, much better he is was, he got- I watched him last night. I thought he was Lamar Jackson back there. He was scrambling and making people miss and make and the improvision on the flick throw and the uh, that throw, Joe. Remember the one he was rolling to the right and underneath the, the linebacker's arm sideways under the elbow. I'm like. Who makes that throw? Who makes he that does throw? That. He does no that. one does what he does. He, he, does he is he the best that. quarterback. And every and Joe, you said it last week on the show, the Mahomes factor, and you said it back in the day with the Brady, you got to try to catch him. That is the guy you're trying to catch because he has – we talk about things. We had Walsh in Montana. You had Belichick and Brady. Now you have Andy Reid and Mahomes. And you can go back to the Steelers with Bradshaw and, oh, my God, why am I drawing Chuck a blank? Noll. Chuck Noll. And Chuck Noll. The combination um, of coaching and quarterback chemistry, there is no one better right now than Andy Reid and Mahomes. There's no one better. He's the sta- They are the standard. They are the standard. And I yep. tell you, McVay and Rams, you made the right decision by going to get Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, I should finish on this. Matthew Stafford yesterday proved that he was worth the money and the trade. Joe, do you have he didn't do it. He didn't do it last week. They got away with beating up on a bad Cardinals team. Hold over, on, hold over on Ted. And a running game. Hold on. Matthew Stafford, after everything came crashing down on him, and after being sacked on that first play and only having 35 seconds, be able to stand in the pocket and make those two throws in clutch factor and put it in no better spot and going to the best receiver in football this season. That is what you, this is what hall of famers and clutch people are made of. This is how you get off that, that, that ground where you're like, ah, you're a really good quarterback with a lot of stats. This is how you get to be like a Eli Manning band. As much as you play bad, that's how you get to the hall of fame, making clutch plays in the most important time of the game and being the best player on the field. And Matthew Stafford did everything. No mistakes yesterday. Threw for over 330 yards and made every throw you could ask for. Joe, what do you have to say about Matthew Stafford's performance? Or throw, I should say, late in the game. Uh, well, he needed it. He needed yeah. to throw that uh, that throw because uh, he, you know, I, I, why anybody sits on a lead in the NFL 
is beyond me. That's why I've always loved Bill Belichick. A guy that'll put 58 up on you if he can. Doesn't care. Just to make sure you're not coming. Has no remorse for him. <laughs> well, because look, and, and here's the here's the thought. You look at the game last week with with Tampa and the Eagles. The Eagles didn't stop trying. The Bucks certainly did. Kind of took yep. the foot off the pedal. Yep. You know what I mean? And then you you don't want I, you don't want that in the postseason. You don't want that if you're the NFL. I, I don't like that at all. Anyway, um, I thought I thought really you know, it, and it surprised me too that they they threw the ball a bunch when they had that lead. I w- I was surprised they didn't start running the ball more. Hey, you really can't run much on Tampa, but. They weren't even trying, and so they were literally running no time off the clock. Becoming conservative. Yeah, they would throw on first down, incomplete, run on second down, get get a, a yard or no gain. You're, you're running. What are you running, about 20 seconds off the clock, third down, you throw, you incomplete, and then you punt. Mm-hmm. And so that, I mean, my thought was, run into the line three times. Eat up, you know, 40 seconds three times. That's a minute 20 off the clock. That's a much better plan. Yeah. Um, but again, look, look. He's been great all year. He's still, again, like we're talking Mahomes, he's got an obstacle. And the last time I checked, the 49ers have beaten the Rams like 38 times in a row. Six, you know, to be exact, they, six times uh, the, in a row. Six they, the, the, Niners, uh, the Niners have beaten the Rams uh, every time since Kurt Warner was in the league. Or so whatever the stat is, yeah, right? it's bad. So, listen, I think you got to be excited, right? If you're the Rams, you're like, oh, this is great. We don't have to play. We don't have to play uh, uh, Green Bay in Green Bay. That is wow. Yeah. Yay. But you also but, yeah. you got to play your arch nemesis. Yeah. Uh, and a team that's shown over the last few years since Sean McVay's been there, this team's got your number. And plus, now I said this last week. I, I said this last week before the game. The postseason trends don't don't reverse like they do in the regular season, Ted. It doesn't usually happen that way. That's why Georgia went 40 years without winning a national title. Okay? Mm-hmm. I knew Aaron Rod- yeah, Aaron Rodgers was gonna lose to the Niners. Oh and four. I did. The, you built so you I, both picked the Packers. I bet on all the underdogs, brother. You I had all bet, the underdogs. You picked, this the, week. you picked the Packers when you went on the show with us. I was the only one that picked. And plus, <laughs> no, listen to what I say. Listen to where I put the. Oh, you sound like ten now. All you care bro, about is just the money. Bro, the other day, listen to this. Last Saturday on on throwing jabs, on the show I picked Gone. I picked Moreno. Oh, uh, you were I picked, wrong. I picked Stop. All the guys on the. You know who I bet on. You bet on Nagant all the winners. Yeah, all the winners. So you were happy. You were happy. Don't listen to what I'm flapping about. Watch where I put the dough, because I know what's up. I knew that was going (laughs) to happen again. Like I said, dude, when when the Giants played the Patriots again, I I really when I bet on that game and I won, because I thought, as I read back in the future, is this going to be that? Oh, and then Brady got back and he beat the Giants, and I thought that's not how the NFL has ever worked. I, I really That's why the, the first two Super Bowls, first two Super Bowls, it was Packers beating yeah. the Chiefs. So, Joe. Right? So Joe by a, who wins Super Bowl three? The Chiefs show up. There's no Packers. So now Joe. they can win a Super Bowl. <laughs> so, Joe, I got a question for you. Yeah. Just off the top of my head, storyline coming off it. So, does the NFL want the Rams to have – we have a repeat team playing in their home stadium. Do we want – a rematch of a Super Bowl so the 49ers and Jimmy G can take care of the Chiefs, two which they ago. had two years ago. 
and Jimmy G walks off and and beats Mahomes, and Jimmy G then loses his job to some rookie who's never played more than three games. <laughs> or, or do we have one of the rematches of one of the greatest Super Bowls, 49ers Bengals? Joe Burrow versus Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the least favorite one. Sign me up for it. But I, and because here's the other one I just thought about and I totally forgot. One of the greatest football games we've ever saw was three years ago in, on Thursday Night Football with Jared Goff and Mahomes throwing for 1,000 yards. No, that was Monday Night Football. That was Monday was Night Monday, Football. Monday, 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 yeah, I forgot about that. Kobe McFarland was going across the field covering things. 54 that was the, that yep. what Do we get the Chiefs-Rams matchup in L.A., home team, one of the best football games we ever saw. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, there's a lot of stuff. There's a there, this, a by the way. That's oh, a, here's no, I was gonna, uh, no, no, by no, the way, here's the just, uh, there will be no Sea Red in LA because LA has already ch- changed their ticket policy. You're only allowed to buy a ticket if you're in the LA area. Okay, you have, and still, you have to sign the people in the LA area. Are not Rams fans. They're, yeah, they're, the Rams just became, look. The Rams just became relevant a few no, years. No, and they're doing it by credit card. Your address on the credit card. Ted, let's not act like there's been LA fans, LA Ram fans all this time. Like they've been high. I know there's LA Rams fans, but there's not been like um copious amounts like we talk about. Have you ever met an LA Rams fan in your life? Yes, Mr. Valenti. My buddy Ralph Valenti's father. Oh, Mr. Valenti's a Rams fan. Yeah. All right. Ralph told me when they were blowing it, he was screaming at the TV. Swearing. Name two. I never heard name that, two I never now. Heard that man swear. Can we get if two? you can name one more Rams fan, I stand corrected. I mean, I Uh-oh. probably could. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Here's my no. thing. I wanted to bring that up, too. I know you said all the ticket stuff and yada, yada, yada. That yada, yada, also, yada. That's a good time for that. That is also a great point because when they played in week 18, you heard that sea of red. You didn't hear no LA Rams fan. That plays a big factor into next week's game because the Rams, it's kind of like the Chargers. They almost don't have like a home field, a home field advantage. It's not like a, a they don't have a huge crowd. They don't have a following like the Cowboys, the Packers, the Steelers, teams like that. This is going to end the 49ers. 49ers bring a good following. That's going to be a hell of a game this weekend. I hope that this conference championship weekend lives up to what we just saw. Oh, no, don't even be close. It's I know it's going to be extremely impossible to top what we just said saw. But if we can just get something that we could come back from next week and say, I'm satisfied with what I just watched, I'm okay with it. They stopped the ticket restriction this morning. Thank you. Thank you for the update. So those are going to look. There's a lot to talk Sketchy's about. Sketchy's a San Fran guy. So oh, okay. okay. Uh, good, good, good. good. I, listen, well, I know a bunch of San Fran guys. So a bunch of San Francisco. I'm just going to say that I knew the Packers were going to lose, by the way. So, hey, Joe, here's another thing. I told Trev this before. The two seasons – now, you can't count Lyle's season because he was hurt. But Jimmy G's the two seasons that he was actually healthy. He's been to back-to-back NFC Championship games. Yeah. He to the Super Bowl. And you traded all those draft picks for a guy that you're not really sure. If well, you he know who's going to be. Yeah. You know not – again, Hold on. Yeah, you don't know that. I'm saying and, no, I'm and, saying that he's going to be the guy that I most likely will be the guy. Oh, that yeah. Yeah. Listen, I think if Jimmy G wins the Super Bowl, I he's gone. I don't I don't Joe, think it matters. Joe, yeah, exactly. the free agency money for him. He, listen, at the end of the day, he walks off the winner and then go get paid. Oh, listen, the, the better Jimmy G plays in the next two games, the more money and the better opportunity that shows up for Jimmy G. 100%. So, yeah, he's got a lot on the line here. 
personally, because Trey Lance will be the starting quarterback there next year. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, uh, Kyle Shanahan. I don't think has been. He hasn't said it, but I, I, I don't think he's been. As he hasn't fun. really stopped anybody fun. who's making yeah. that assumption that that's the plan going forward. I don't think he's again win, win, loser, draw here. This is very much like uh, Joe Girardi uh in 2018 you're 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 or 19 you're out either no, way. 17. 18 17 right 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 seven right joe okay. yeah wake up wake up sleepy joe we haven't talked about baseball in so long i keep forgetting the, the years just because they want to be hiding out they're like aaron oh. Rodgers. they just want to sit back relax and uh hide out by the way you brought this up earlier and i don't know if you heard but pre-game tom brady uh, was talking to the media again before the game and and talked about Giselle really wants him home. Yeah, you know, I said the end of an era. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he said, and I thought this was a pretty telling thing because this is a very successful woman we're talking about. She's not just a supermodel. She's a very successful businesswoman. Yeah. And he said for the last 10, 12 years, she's basically been home raising the kids, and she's got stuff she wants to do. And he's already accomplished everything that is in the sport. And make the wifey happy, huh? Yeah. I, you know, when you get to be the age of guys like Tom Brady and myself, that's a really important factor here. So I do believe that Tom will not be returning. We'll have to talk about Well, here's the thing. His contract, he only signed it for a two-year deal. So they'd have to restructure. I could see him coming back for one more shot. Like one more stretch. We'll see. I mean, like I said to somebody, I said to Pete, what more does he have to prove? Like he has nothing else he, to prove. But here's the thing: you Ted's say not that. married, so I don't think he really truly understands no, hold on, hold on. what I just no, said. Hold on, telling him, he told him he had to retire. Why am I? Wait, wait, hold on. I'm not married either. We're both not married. We, we don't care about. Yeah, but you get it. You get it. You're yeah, a very domestic you guy. It. But it, well, honestly, you say he has nothing to prove, but that's you saying it from the him in the back of his mind, going, "We just got beat at home. We don't lose at home." We got like it, you know it's going to eat him because I watch. Yeah, it's not watching, a it's not a real buck in here though. Who cares? Joe, Joe, oh Joe, I I've been watching those Tuesday night shows. You know the ESPN Plus, the Brady things, and I, you know I, you are right. I was seeing how much like Giselle does take care. Brady is leaving with an L, especially during football we, season. Does take care of a lot of things that you just don't really see. But I could see Brady because she says it like after losses, like it takes him like a while to get, and I could see him going. One more. One more, one more Joe. Will like, because he also goes well, like listen. this. He goes, Mahomes is coming. I got to pad my stats for one more year. Like, is he, he going to actually have the last dance? Can I tell you what the, what the telltale sign in the next 24 to 48 hours is going to be? For Brady? You're not going to hear nothing. Oh, uh, no. You're not going to hear anything from Tom Brady. You know how you're going to know? Giselle. If she starts criticizing the wide receivers uh. on the <laughs> Buccaneers, he's out. You might be onto something. <laughs> might be onto something. But unbelievable weekend, ladies and gentlemen, for all football fans. That is why football will forever be the go. Wait, wait, couldn't the irony of him rallying <laughs> Joe's against Joe's still on this? Joe doesn't. All right, he, think about it. He's because look at also this is important too. You saw he came and found Matt Stafford, and it wasn't like a quick. I mean, he said a few things to him. That's the and difference almost, between Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers is he's not a sore loser. He builds relationships with his players. No, he's, a sore, he's a sore loser. And here's the he thing. He can be. And he's Bucks, a loser. No, but here's the thing. The Bucs have always said. Here's the thing. The Bucs have said they will turn boulders over to do whatever they can to bring him back. Brady knows that. 
give him some time. He'll go enjoy. He'll ride the horses on the beach in Aruba and special islands with Jajel. He'll have a lot of family time. He'll make a decision like Strahan. It'll be like late June, July. He'll be like, you know what? I'm coming back. Let's rock and roll. Let's put an incentive deal in for us so we have extra salary cap. Let's bring someone back in. We, what are we going to do with Godwin? If they lose him, we want to bring someone in. Hey, Devontae Adams is a free agent. Hello, oh Devontae. Teddy, Teddy, I think you're on to something here because, look. Here we go. I think, both of right, conspiracy theorists. Oh, this is going to take take what Teddy just said oh, way deeper. Um, do right. You go out, you sign Devontae Adams to make up for the Antonio Brown thing, or maybe, maybe you bring uh, Godwin back. Maybe you don't, whatever. Otherwise, uh, by the way, great to see the Bucks finally had their starting defense together for the first time yeah. all season mm-hmm. in this game. You're just going to bring that whole team back next year. I mean, Tristan, Wirtz, what if not- ready for this, ready for this? What if with their first round pick, they draft Malik Willis? Hang with me for a minute. You give him the Roger Clemens slash Kyrie Irving deal. You only have to play games in Tampa. When we go on the road, Willis will play. I got one better for you. I'm so he never has to play above 16. How about, how, about this, how about this conspiracy? One year. Freddie's got one more year. He's free agent. So is Devontae Adams. They go call a fr- uh, an old friend, Tom Brady. Goes back up to New England. So I say, Bill, no. want to run it back one more time? Not a chance. <laughs> and then he hears as a New England Patriots. He's not Adams. leaving. Mac, he's... No, hold on. Hold on. Mac Jones gets to sit. Even though he had a great rookie season, he sits and he gets yeah. to watch the go-go. That's the first one. When you sound like that, you sound like one of the guys we used to make fun of on the CMG podcast. You, you That's, sound why like I'm laugh. That's why I'm laughing. I know. I, wait, hold on. I love that we just said some outrageous <laughs> things. You pile on. He's like, no, all right, that's too much. You took that way too far, Trev. Hold on. Here's the problem. That's, that's, that's listen, listen, that's listen, listen, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. For two seconds. The best he would have said is Tom Brady retired. Hold on. So as I was saying, this You're is not a lot of this. That Tom Brady retires and Aaron Rodgers goes down to Tampa and plays with Tom Brady's players and wins a Super Bowl there. That would have been a good one. All right, so here's what I was gonna here's what I was gonna say. No one cares what you, you think. No, no, no. I no people do care. People want to listen to me. I'm a yeah, professional. Maybe, I'm maybe a pros one pro. person. I'm a pros pro. I'm a pros pro. Anyway, here's what I was gonna say. You know what I can't stand on this show. You guys say ridiculous stuff throughout this entire show for the past couple of years. Can I the moment that? Trev says something, you both become like, what are you, the Dudley boys? What are you the What are you the the ultimate warriors, yeah, the animal and hawk. What, what kind of what are you guys, Degeneration X? What is this BS? You guys continue to just try to always gang up on me. And I'm the uh, see, this is why I'm just like the anti villain on this show. I like the anti villain. And you know what? I'm sick of it. <laughs> You're a little brother. I'm a little brother, but I'm the most handsome. Hey, you know, you remind me of Steve Fine. Rizzer. Hey, Steve, how you doing He's- over there? Who? Steve Rizzer, you coming up with obnoxious things. What? Are, I didn't say anything ridiculous. Hey, maybe Eli Manning go come back and you know put some. You hot guys, stuff are, on. I think Eli should come back to the Giants. <laughs> I wouldn't. Two years ago, he retired from football. By the way, actually, if you didn't know that, by the way. But to close out today's show, an eventful show, just like this eventful weekend it was, and a weekend we'll never forget as football fans, and why football will forever be the goat of all sports. I got one more thing to say. Football gods, 
Thank you for what an incredible weekend. We can only hope that the championship games just I don't just make us satisfied because there's nothing that's going to top what we just saw from four straight games. We got a lot going on this week. We're going to be talking conference championship games. I'm going to try to do my best. I know Ted's going to somehow bash it, but I'm going to do my best to relate this Bengals team to the 2020 Buffalo Bills team. You're going to have to hear me out on it. I have some similarities. Just listen before you speak, Ted. It's like pressing send. Don't press send before thinking about it, okay? And my next one, there's a short little clip that somebody on this show had the San Francisco 49ers not, I guess I should just say, not going to say anything or hint, but the 49ers are in the NFC Championship game. Which underdog is more likely to reach Super Bowl 56? A lot going on this weekend. Cannot wait for conference championship games. Cannot talk. Cannot wait to talk about this. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys of the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms at Keys of the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share. Here you can check out clovercrestmedia.com and that guy to the right of me, Joseph Aguirre, if you're trying to get involved with that and trying to join some podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.